Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Doc Rivers. Now, Doc Rivers, who I highly respect and who's a highly respected man and coach in NBA circles, went on an embarrassment rant to discuss his playoff losses. Now, Doc Rivers has blown three 3 1 leads in NBA history. That's the most. Nine game seven losses in NBA history. The most. He has 31 losses with a Clint with a chance to clinch the series. That poor that point three four one percentage is worst among coaches all time with twenty plus games. Think about it. That is terrible for a man who's a champion. Now, as you know, his team was up 3-0 against the Raptors. And the Raptors just won two straight. Now they're going to a game six in Toronto without Fred Van Fleet. Now, I think the 76ers are going to win this game. But, Lord, does he have a challenge against Miami. I mean, in that interview, he literally sounded like a man who was defeated. He literally sounded like a man who just conceded to, you know what, we're going to lose this series anyway. I'm just going to coach for pride. Because if they lose this series, it will be the worst stain on his record. Blowing a 3-0 lead will be, he'll probably be labeled as the greatest choker as a coach of all time. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to get another job somewhere. Because you can't find coaches of his caliber all the time. But man, oh man, oh man, I would hate to be in that position. I mean, think about it. In 2012 against the Miami Heat, they were up 3-2. Then they got the brakes beat off them in game six and game seven. Then in the bubble, as the Clippers coach, they was up 3-1 against the Nuggets. And that's with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They blew that lead. Then when he was the Clippers coach, Chris Paul was out for those first two games. They still won. And they blew a 3-1 lead against the Rockets. If you don't know, Kevin McHale, who was a coach at that time, put James Harden on the bench because he was a disaster. But Josh Smith, Corey Brewer, and Dwight Howard led that run. They eventually won them the game. And at 2010 in the NBA Finals against the Lakers, they were up 3-2. He blew that lead. When he was a coach with the Magic, they were 8 seed. They was up 3-1 over the Pistons, who eventually won the championship back in 2006. My apologies, 2004. He lost that series. Then he was in Boston. He had a 3-2 lead against the Magic. But the Magic came back and won that series in 2009. 
So he is in the world of trouble. And what makes it even worse, Ty Lue is now the coach of the Clippers. In Ty Lue's first season as the coach, he took the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals, took them six games against the Suns. Now, Kawhi Leonard got hurt in game four versus Utah in the semifinals, which ended up being a partially torn ACL. But think about that. In Tyler's first year, he did all that. Without Kawhi Leonard, who's a top five, top ten player in the NBA. That's all you need to know. Now, I see various sports, television shows talking about that. I see the Stephen A. Smiths of the world saying there's no coming back from that. Then on Inside the NBA on TNT, which is my one of my favorite shows on TV, shout out the Kenny, Charles, Ernie, and Shaq. They, got, they talked about this. And Kenny Chuck agreed that he's feeling the pressure. Because you've blown so many 3-1 leads in different, in different coaching statuses. My apologies. As a coach of different NBA teams, you've blown so many leads. You're feeling the pressure. And you sense that. But Shaq said, you know what? That's the player's fault. You know what? If you're a driver of the bus, then you have to lead that team. No excuses. And they got to an argument. So I could see from Shaq's perspective what he means. He's the leader of that team. So yeah, even though he has a coach, the coach trusts his best player to lead that team because, you know, usually the best player is the extension of the coach. You know, he played for Phil Jackson, who was the greatest coach of all time. And he even said when he got swept against the Spurs, I think in 1999, it wasn't the coach's fault. It was him because he was a leader of that team and he didn't do enough. And what Chucky Kenny said, you ran a triangle offense, they were just a better team than you. And Shaq's argument was during that Lakers run with Phil Jackson, he was the best player on that team because they knew everybody was going to try to stop him, but they couldn't. So he either kick it out to Big Shot Bob or Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, or Derek Fisher. They hit some shots because he was going to get his 35 and 18. So I could see from that perspective what he means. But at the end of the day, Coaching matters, not only in basketball, but football. A coach has to develop the right scheme based on the talent players he has. The triangle offense worked in Chicago because he had Jordan, who could play defense, and who was the best scorer on that team. So he developed an offense where, you know, a few other players can get shots, Scotty Pippen can defend, was Grant can defend, Armstrong could defend, Cool Coach could get shots and defend, Kerr could defend and hit shots. And then he started trying offense with the Lakers. Even though Shaq was the Shaq was the focus, because he was so big and skill dominant, but he still had Kobe who can take the game over and hit free throws. Robert Ori, who can hit any clutch shot at any time, Derek Fisher who can hit a clutch shot. But you see how important it is. You could have 
the greatest superstar of all time. Doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, or any sport. You got to have the right coach who can put the right talent around that star, put him in the right system so he can best utilize the talent he has. That's what you want to do. But man, oh man, oh man. Doc Rivers, you're on the clock, man. Because I I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. But if he blows this 3-0 lead, I don't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. He probably won't win another championship. But if he blows this 3-0 lead against the Raptors without Fred Van Fleet, he, he he's going to be out the Hall of Fame. Book it. Now, I hope he gets in there, but I don't think he is. I mean, look at Steve Kerr. I mean, Steve Kerr walked in the Golden State. Yeah, Mark Jackson put the, um, designed the culture for that team. He got the best out of Steph and Clay, and installed that defensive toughness, especially with Draymond Green and how to play great team basketball. But Steve Kerr walked into a great situation, and then won three out of five championships. Now, he was a general manager with the Suns team who was always making it to the finals. But his first time as a coach, with those group of players, he added more to what Mark Jackson did and turned those guys into a dynasty. He made an immediate impact. Now, Steve Kirk is going to the Hall of Fame. He'll probably make it before Doc Rivers. But I just hope and pray for a guy who's well-respected like Doc Rivers. This this doesn't happen to him because he doesn't deserve it. But, man, does he need to look himself in the mirror and ask himself, what is he doing wrong? Is his old-school game plan not working? Or does he or he doesn't have the right talent around him or his system doesn't work? Now, his system worked when he had Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett because they were seasoned veterans. He had a young Arajan Rondo, who was one of the best point guards in his era. He didn't score a lot of points, but he put the other players in right positions. He got his rebounds. He got his steals, got his assists. And he had to go out there and give you between 12 and 15 points. Add it to what KG will give you, Ray Allen can give you, Paul Pierce can give you. Then he could do that. He doesn't have that anymore. Now, hypothetically, if he went to the Lakers, that would be interesting. I I will see what he could do. But I wouldn't take the Lakers job because it's just an epic disaster from the front office, from the coaches to the players. But who knows? Maybe Doc Rivers just needs a change and needs a team with a lot of veterans some defenders, and who are some skilled leaders and proven champions. But Doc Rivers, I feel so bad for you, man. But I I just hope they close out the series because they damn sure ain't beating Miami. That's all I have to say about Doc Rivers. Now that's the end of this podcast. 
If you agree or disagree with me about Doc Rivers, hit me up on my Twitter. Hit me up on my Snapchat. You know what to do. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Spread love and positivity. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I am is out.